Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host, guest, random reptoid, or chupacabra may not necessarily reflect those of AM950 Radio, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Now, it's time to step into the unknown. There are things people experience but never talk about. A shadow moving in the corner, flickering of the lights, a disembodied voice. We invite you to talk with us, share your story, share your experience, because this isn't just your story, this is our story. This is Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken. And this is Ghost Box Radio on AM 950, where every night we talk about the paranormal, ufology, Bigfoot, and so much more. My name is Greg Bach, and thank you very much for joining me on this casual Friday, which is also doubling as the very last episode of Ghost Box Radio for 2023. So uh, just uh, make sure that uh, we're, we're celebrating here, aren't we, Adam? It's a fun time here tonight in the old studio. Yeah, I mean, you're busting out your performance chops, dramatic pauses, you're right. you know, keeping the audit filled and waiting with Antissa. <laughs> Patient? Timing is, anyway, so uh, we're, we're here tonight. We got, we got a we got a uh, a jam packed episode of Ghost Box Radio to get through tonight. Uh, such important topics as uh, as uh, what is your most uh, memorable Christmas gift? Whether it's funny, good, you know, if it's bad, I don't want it to be like uh, traumatic for you to talk about. I just want to, if it's something funny, I think more or less. And we we have that as our Facebook question of the week. We'll get to that in the second segment. Feel free to give us a call if you want to share it on the air, 952-946-6205. We're also kind of doing a year in review, I suppose. Uh, if there's a, a guest that you really enjoyed this year, uh, give us a call. Put it in the comments. Let us know what you really enjoyed listening to this year. If you had been on the show, if you have not been on the show and want to call in and say hello, put it in the comments or once again, 952-946-6205. And... Um, Something I wanted to address, Adam, mm-hmm. uh, was that, uh, yes, uh, see, I'm already getting it wrong. Wednesday, <laughs> I said it was Thursday, yes. and your wife uh, corrected me uh, publicly on the air. But I, I, what I look at it as, and I was talking today uh, about it, is that you're the harbinger of Thursday. I really was. And so, I mean, it's, it's an it's a easy mistake to make. Believe me, I go to I go to work that next day, and I'm like, it's a Friday, it's a Friday, and everybody's <laughs> like, no, it's not, it's only Thursday, and I'm like, damn it, that's a shame. <laughs> it really is. That was real. That would be really tough. I mean, I think the funny thing was when I read your wife's comment, and I'm like, oh, it's only Wednesday, and you and I both were like, so a couple things that I have learned. Uh, which I'm really excited about because I never really knew or cared, but I'm gonna, you know, it still was. It's it's timely, of course. Is that uh, <laughs> one day I just started to think, twelve days of Christmas. When do they start? It was, you know, I've always like, is it the start of the month? Well, that makes no sense. That's twelve days. It doesn't start like on whatever else. And I know that. Uh, 
you know, I, I didn't know where it started, but I found out today just listening to the radio, it starts on Christmas Day, which is the first day of Christmas, I guess, and it goes to January 6th, so... So anyway, yeah. So <laughs> I can't sing that song without the Miss Piggy light. I grew up with that version. And the best part of it, it's such an iconic voice, and it's Frank Oz. Yeah. Or, you know, it's Miss Piggy. It's Yoda. It's yeah. a litany of characters that generations have grown up with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> is it the best, or is this the best? Day uh, 12. Good day, and welcome to day 12. Yeah. Golden Coos, <laughs> four pounds of bagged and three French toast, two turtleneck, and a beer in a tree. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. But what is your... My wife and I actually had this conversation the other day. When it comes to Christmas carols. Yeah. I am very much the the Muppets Christmas, you know, 12 Days of Christmas is my number one. Mm -hmm. My number two is Carol of the Bells. And don't give me people singing Carol of the Bells. Give me actual chamber bells playing it. Sure. No, no, okay. The, or, and then the other one that I really dig is David Bowie and Bing Crosby's Little Drummer Boy. Which they changed, the lyric was changed in that one. Was it? That I mean, which is now famous, but it was changed in that uh, special. And I can't, of course, I can't remember off the top of my head what it was. I mean, all I know, and I didn't quite gather this, was when it aired that uh, Bing Crosby had already passed. So it was posthumously aired. Yeah. That's right. I mean, just incredible. And now that's, you know, at the time, I think it was looked at as like crazy, mm -hmm. uh, just having that those two pair up. And now it's just so classic. Oh, yeah. It, David Bowie and Bing Crosby, you, you even as a, you know, youngster, because that happened before I was even aware of things going on. <clears throat> but, you know, just those two voices went so well together that... I never thought anything differently. Like, it would have been so odd. But then, yeah, finding out years later, it's like it was a big culture shock to have the British rock star and the American like singer-songwriter together. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. No. But I, that's what Christmas does. It brings people together. It sends Alan Rickman out of windows. It's a wonderful time. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, you know, I was, I was thinking prior to the, uh, you know, coming in here, <laughs> knowing that it's kind of the Christmas special of uh, Ghost Box Radio, I thought, boy, too bad we didn't have like a more Christmassy or more, more lighthearted opening than my friend Dave Damon telling us, you know, that uh, the chubacabras don't always agree with what we talk about here. Um, but, you know, I was kind of thinking like of like the uh, Tonight Show sort of, you know, get, you know, just kind of the big band thing going in here. Um, but uh, I don't think we're going to have time to put that, pull that together. No, so. probably not. And bring my kazoo or anything like that. Well, I, I knew you played kazoo. You, <laughs> you got to tell me you have these, you have this talent. You it's know? not really a talent. It was a quarter out of a, one of those claw machines. <laughs> my kid didn't want it anymore. It's like, here's how to annoy people. Right, exactly. Get um, get Johnny Carson in here. 
you know, tonight on Ghost Box Radio, we have uh, uh, Jackie Gleason and Jack Hanna and Zach Bagans. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lynette has, has it right. Uh, when we say, please comment or call in, she does, and I appreciate that. I don't know why it's like pulling teeth sometime to get people to want to say nice things about us, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> Lynette says, I enjoy all the shows. I can't think of one particular show that I like better than the others yet. So, I've got two that really stick out from this past year. And the key word for one of them is Disney. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. But there is a doll involved. <laughs> what what is it? Uh Mr. Sloan, the uh Robert the Doll. David L. Sloan. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That was by far one of my favorite ones. There were moments in that where I I I think we've talked about it on the air. I think that the doll was answering some of those questions for David. Well, and we you know, yes. And and I remember asking him, "Is the doll in control of you?" Like you and and he said, "I don't know." Yeah, and there were so many times. I mean, you were doing that one from home because it was kind of funny. It was Robert the doll, and you had Annabelle in the background. Yeah. So I'm watching the monitor to my right, uh, half you know the majority of the time, and there were times where it's like we had David, and then we didn't have David, and then we had David, and then we didn't. It was surreal. It was one of the most intriguing ones, one of my favorite ones. I cannot wait to have him back on. And remember, that was the one that we're talking, and my shirt moves. Yes, it was. On on and and that was where uh, the shirt for those who who weren't haven't watched. Um, I'm at home and it's summer, and I'm wearing a button down short sleeve shirt, and the the bottom of the shirt that's on my leg it pulls up. And it's not something that it, you know, when something isn't right, it yeah. does not feel right. And we talked about that too quickly on the air about that because you're like, no, the cord's on the other side. Yeah. It wasn't the cord from my headset. I didn't want to freak myself out any further by making a deal out of it. Mm -hmm. And all I wanted to do, I mean, because where I, in my, in my office where I do the, the show when I'm at home, I can look out and there's the living room, family room, and then there's the kitchen. And during that, uh, it was um, a light came on in the kitchen. <laughs> and I'm just like, I want to get the you-know-what out of here right now. Mm -hmm. I'm in my own house. <laughs> and I still had one other show to record that night. Yeah, that's right. Because I recorded a show from midnight to 1 a.m. to get ready because I wasn't going to be in on Friday. Yeah, that's right. Good grief. Uh, uh what was your other one? The Halloween one. That was special. That was amazing. That was my most favorite experience in the radio industry I have ever had in my entire life. And that even including the REM pod going off here at the station in Eden Prairie and the light turning on once. That That's a, that's a sidebar bonus. Yeah. But that actual broadcast... Um, 
it was just unbelievable you guys being in Stillwater at the garage. It was so much fun. I loved it. It's it's been gratifying to see so many people and Brad being one of them. Brad Brad Webb says uh one of my favorite shows was the live investigation one. And um that was just it. I mean I've had so many people tell me about how much they've enjoyed that, um, which is really nice because I don't think radio's ever seen anything like it, to be perfectly honest. You know, it, I couldn't even find an old Coast to Coast that had done anything like that. And I went down wiki holes for a couple of days after that just to be sure. It's like, are we really the first terrestrial radio station to kind of do this? Yeah. And I really couldn't mm -hmm. find anything in the U.S. that had done anything to that length no no it was it was uh pretty pretty amazing and brad also says that uh that night was classic adam's reaction that night and i mean you know here's the thing folks you know watching something from your home and just experiencing it by watching us that's one thing being here like and you being here by yourself yeah and we're not talking about spirits we're not talking to somebody telling us about spirits we're we are trying to bring them forward mm -hmm. and we're asking them to coalesce between uh, uh, Stillwater and Eden Prairie and they're doing so and you're the only one in here. Your your reactions were, I mean, they were really interesting to take in, but it, by no means do I mean that as they were funny because it, they were real reactions. Yeah. It, legit, when the light came on after I'm like, okay, cool, the rim pod great it's working thanks brad this is where that light came back on it's just like oh no <laughs> have you ever listened re-listened to it i have i mean do you and and then your your voice when it happens it, i sounded like you and fries with that <laughs> yeah, right. the light just turned on and and i once again i'm not trying to be funny oh, about no, it but it, it's it's that's exactly what it, it was it came across like that and the only thing that kind of popped in my mind was when abe simpson's working at the mcdonald's he's like make the secret sauce you just take the thousand island throw it out in the sun that's the first thing that came to mind when i heard myself it's like, oh my god i'm the simpsons guy oh my god Gosh, it was it was incredible, and uh, part of me doesn't. I mean, I obviously I want to do another one, but mm -hmm. a part of me doesn't because that was perfection. It really was. But I, we get another location. I would love to do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta. Yeah, I you, mean, you can't just leave it at once. No, and that's that's we're breaking the barriers of radio. But you know? you know, everything needs a sequel, and perhaps the next one will be like a Wrath of Khan or an Empire Strikes Back where it's far superior than the original. Or a Highlander 2. We're going to go with Wrath of Khan <laughs> and we're going to go with New Hope, all right? <laughs> I don't remember Highlander 2. Is that the one with Mario Van Peebles? <laughs> well, it goes goes to show there is crappy two crappy back-to-back -back, uh uh highlander <laughs> films and actually the highland okay the first one was great first one's amazing the nothing's been good after that no especially when you got a scotsman playing a spaniard what is this garbage that's infiltrating the inter internet right now just know greg yeah <laughs> yeah well i do know greg but that's what they yeah say. right right <laughs> Oh, Brad, did you, we ever talk about the spells that I do? Anyway, so um, why don't we do this? Uh, let's go ahead. Let's take our first break. Uh, if you have any thoughts on favorite episodes throughout the last uh, year or, or whatever else, or any uh, guest suggestions, or just want to say hi, uh, 
put in the comments. Give us a call. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to do question of the week and a lot more. You're listening to Ghost Box Radio on AM950. And welcome back to Ghost Box Radio on AM950. My name is Greg Bach, and as we head into the end of the year, this is our last new show for 2023. Uh, next week, we're going to be uh, rerunning some best ofs and stuff. It's going to be really good. Uh, since we went into the break, uh, we had uh, Brad trying to redeem himself here. Uh, he said the only good thing after the first Highlander movie was a decent. That was decent was the TV show. I always love that. I always, uh, Adrian Paul it's a great show, at least the first three seasons, I would say. Uh, Cynthia says, when I watch your show, it feels like I'm there investigating with you guys. I'd like to try the Necrometer in Iowa and see if we can connect. Absolutely. Would love, love to do that. Once again, if you have any comments or anything you want to talk about or talk about a show that really stuck out for you this year, uh, put it in the comments or give us a call at 952-946-6205. That's 952-946-6205, which is where I go right now. And we have uh, John on the line. John, how are you doing? John didn't stick around. It was oh. uh, it was uh, a caller who had a question for you from a John Scazzali book. The cover f- uh, for Starter Villain. Does it look like Linus? Oh, that's that's what that meant. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm. Are you familiar with what that is? I actually pulled it up. The book cover, and yeah, it does kind of look like your cat in a suit. So Starter Villain. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can do this. Uh, let's see. Yep, John Scalzi. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Now the question is: Is Linus a villain? Oh, I think some people today might think so. Uh, <laughs> uh, he he went on a he went on a killing spree today um, with visitors to the house. And uh, uh, but you know, I mean, the the problem is the problem with him and all other cats is that. They're cute on the outside, monstrous on the inside, and uh, you know that's really what it comes down to is is that they look trustworthy. They look like that they want you to be their friend, and then you pet them a little too long, and they decide they want to see what color your blood looks like. And uh, that was kind of not for me. I've you know I've kind of learned not that it doesn't still happen to me, but I've kind of learned. Uh, caller, thank you for that. Uh, too bad you didn't stick around to say hi. Oh, good, my goodness. Um, all right. All right. So, Adam. Yes. Question of the week. Yes. What has been the most memorable Christmas present you ever received? Memorable being an amazing gift, funny gift, or an unintentionally bad gift? I don't want to hear gifts like, well, you know, I got the got the remains of my, you know, my aunt and I never liked her and then you know the remains are horrible and sadly I was about to pop in with part of the monologue from the original Gremlins movie oh, we were just talking about that yeah my father got stuck in the chimney <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we start with yours what was yours you 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 uh responded earlier had, okay so when I was like 17 I had an aunt and uncle that they were better off than the rest of us mm-hmm and, you know, they would always, they were always those who gave, like, the good gifts and things like that. So they show up to the house one year, in 97, I believe it was, and I get a blanket. Most of the time, blanket, useful. Not here. Very thin, very small, 
It was blue and purple with flowers and houses as the print. <clears throat> and I, being a, a good relative and a good person that I am, used to be, mm-hmm. I played it off as, this is this fantastic. Thank you. I can definitely use this. Once they leave, I looked at my mom and my Aunt Beth. I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm a 17-year-old boy. Why did they give me this? <laughs> but, you know, as we were talking off air, I kind of have a theory about that. Yeah. I think they were wrapping gifts, had a little too much wine, and threw the wrong two to from labels on some gifts. That is funny. But that's one of my memorable ones. I will say some of my best ones have been the last few years from the wife. She's gotten the hint. I enjoy autographed items. So I've gotten autographed baseball bats and, you know, autographed uh, figures and things like that from wrestlers and ball players. So she's gotten some great ones for me over the years. Good, good to know that you uh, you like uh, gifts that are in the budget range. Um, so oh, believe me, very much in the budget. I don't like the high priced mm-hmm. wrestlers. You know, we're spending like ten bucks on an autograph. Are you more like a hacksaw Jim Duggan sort of? Yeah, uh, Jake Roberts. You know, kind of your oh yeah demolition. Snake, snake the Jake, huh? Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Like the most expensive one I have is Ric Flair, but I paid for that myself. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's a robe. Oh, I bought a Ric Flair robe. Well, that, you know what? <laughs> that that works. Yeah, that 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 works. Um, yeah, I mean, over the years, like my my family, because I kind of disappeared from them for a while. Uh, in in when I was in my uh, concentration camp, also known as marriage, and uh, I uh, I it wasn't a great time. It's darker in here again. It is. What is going on I over don't here? Know, but it is darker in there. Oh my god. Uh, and it's not the lights because no, I, I can see when you flicker, and I can see, and unfortunately the camera doesn't project the way it should. What's going on in there? Because there's a light on the camera. It's getting lighter now. Yeah, but oh no, for it, God's it, sake, it does. <laughs> this is going to be the next live investigation. Is this place? It, it will be. You. You're absolutely right. It will be. Uh, but after you know, maybe because I was talking about you know my my parents, I was talking about them, and and the fact that. Uh, we kind of lost track of they kind of lost track of anything I was interested in. I don't want gifts. I'm not a person that really wants gifts. Yeah. Um, I'm one. I'll just go out and get my own thing. Mm-hmm. And so instead of them asking me what I'm interested in, which I would have actually said, please don't give me anything. Uh, they remember I liked Star Wars when I was five years old and everything, everything I got for about 10 years was Star Wars related down to like Darth Vader sprinklers for the lawn. Uh, Darth. Cool, actually. <laughs> Do you want it? Um, My wife will. I, I still have it. <laughs> I have. I have one of those Darth Vader uh, voice changer helmets. I'm like, what am I gonna do with this? You know. But um, it's a thought that counts. Yeah, it's like I, I buy my wife Princess Leia stuff all the time. She a big Star Wars fan then? Uh, Star Wars, and she's a big Carrie Fisher <clears throat> fan as <throat> well. So I get her a lot of Carrie Fisher stuff. But yeah, nice. Star Wars is her thing. So. Sure. No, that's that's very cool. Uh, going on uh, to uh, some of the stuff that people had responded to, and once again, feel free to call in and uh, share with us at 952-946-6205. If you do call in, please stay on the line so I could say hello to you. I'm not that frightening. Uh, and then also, uh, <laughs> Adam's like, well, <laughs> and then also put it into the comments. Um Lucy said that this year my kids here in Georgia have given me the 25 days of Christmas box. Each day so far has been filled with awesome crystals and incense. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be. I've never heard of that. Neither had I. I would like to know uh, where the website to pick that up for next year. That would be pretty sweet. I'll ask her. I know her. Oh, right on. Yeah, she's uh, she uh, lives up in, uh, to us it's up, over in Dead Deadwood. Oh, okay. Well, she's not in Deadwood. She's actually in the town right over, uh, right next to it. But Which uh, Dakota is that? That's south. South, okay. Yeah. Uh, Moni Moni says, and I just, I wish I would have had like the Billy the, Idol, the Billy Idol open. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, she says a jewelry box handmade. It was the only gift that year. I was 10. That's beautiful. Though. It is. I hope, I mean, and I guess my question, I'm sure she totally accepted it for what it was. You know, it's kind of when you're at that age, you know, it's sometimes like, you don't see the real value and the beauty in something sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she did. Um, uh, Danae had written or she had sent a uh, – because when I posted this, I had the the uh, the leg lamp from A Christmas Story, Fragile. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she posted a picture of the lamp. And I'm like, uh, are you saying you got one of those lamps as a Christmas gift? And she's like, nah, I gifted it to my hubby. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and then uh, that's – then I had someone else afterwards send uh, post a picture of it. My mom gave it to me one year for Christmas. She almost paid the extra $100 for it to be delivered in a wood box. Wouldn't that – the whole – it had been like the whole – Oh, that would have uh, the been whole thing. Yeah, that yeah. would have been really funny. Uh, let's see here. Um, John, my friend John, he posted a picture of the lamp again, but it's a little different. He says some people choose to celebrate in different ways, and it's the lamp. But instead of the woman's leg, it's C three PO's leg, and uh, and the the <laughs> shade <laughs> is actually R two D 2s head. Nice. So that he, is cool. Uh, my friend James, he says, I'll always remember coming down the stairs to find an actual pinball machine next to the tree. Or there was the year we got the full-size electric football game featuring the Vikings and Raiders from Super Bowl Eleven. Wow, somebody came from money. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> the pinball machine, that would have been so much fun. That would have been so cool. Yeah, it. it I, I do have a pinball machine, actually. Nice. Uh, I didn't get it for Christmas, um, but uh, uh, it, I, I got a, a Doctor Who pinball machine. Very cool. It, like, like everything else in the house, it's hidden um, <laughs> by by garbage. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brian says, my late dad got me a huge ER one year. I loved it and keep it on display, and he sent a picture of it. Aww. I mean, th- those are the things, too. Like that, I, I, there, I ran across... Um, a Christmas gift for my mom and I a couple of years ago actually, and it was a check for fifty bucks, and I just I just keep it, you know. I just yeah. it's just like it's just her writing, you know. What you really get attached to those things that you never really gave, you know, two craps about. Oh yeah. Like oh, who cares about someone's handwriting? But then it's like that's that's handwritten by her. Yeah, I've got a letter shoved away in a book that my mom had wrote a few years before <clears> she passed. <throat> You know, just got it folded up. Every now and again, I'll go out in the man cave, pull it out, and read it. And, you know, it's got, I've still got a coffee mug that my mother bought me when I first moved up here. Mm. I got my first radio gig out of college. Yeah. I've still got that coffee mug. I use it pretty much every weekend morning for my coffees. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, I actually have, you know, kind of going off topic here. I have a one of my mom's jackets that she'd wear in the house when oh, she was right cold on. and stuff. Yeah. And and when uh, they were clearing out the house, I just I saw it. I'm just like, 
I just want it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, when my ex-wife came in and moved out a lot of stuff, I thought I couldn't find it at Ooh. first. And I thought, well, did you accidentally take it? And no, she didn't. It just was moved in the closet because like, no, no, I want that. You know, it's those things that just, yeah. And, and don't it's not creepy. I don't like go around wearing it or anything. It's just that it's. You're uh, not Ed Gein. No, I'm yeah. not Ed Gein. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm, I'm weird, just not creepy. <laughs> um, and <laughs> it's Or just, from Wisconsin. Or <laughs> I'm I'm being very careful. Um, Christina says my grandma crocheted, crotchet, crocheted. Is it is it? But in the past sense, crocheted. Is it crocheted? Yeah, because that's not how it's spelled. And that's you know, I I can't speak. She's from Indiana, like I am. I uh, her, so. pre- presents one year. Mine was a patchwork granny squares made into a cardigan. But it was doubled up and had filling in between on back and front side, so it was super heavy like an armor jacket. <laughs> I smiled and said, thank you, wore it for pictures, but never wore it afterwards. I hid it in a bag in the garage, trying to trick my mom into thinking I lost it and couldn't find it, and that bag went to Goodwill or some other. Now I think I would have just kept it, even though I didn't want to wear it. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Um it also reminds me of like when my uh, my sister moved out of our house and she uh, moved in with her with her boyfriend, which eventually became her husband. And that was, you know, that was scandalous in the Bakken household because, you know, that's that for a, a Catholic family. You, you didn't do that. A Catholic family ran by my mom. You didn't do it. And but she my my, my sister is just like, that's my life. I'm going to do what I want. And. They brought in like a little trailer to pack stuff in, and my dad and I were in the garage, and my dad's just like, "There's some stuff I want to get rid of," and he put it in in the trailer. There you go, including a Christmas tree that they didn't want any longer. And we we're just like filling it up with, like, what's in here? Who cares? And they put it in there. So I don't know, Tracy, if you're listening, that's why you got a bunch of crap. You don't know what you you don't remember packing. Um, that's that's the back pay for living rent free during like the teenage years and stuff like that. You get to take some of the junk and you get rid of it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then Cynthia says, when I was eight, Santa brought me a reel-to-reel tape recorder about the size of a shoebox. This started my interest in AV production. Amen. Hell yeah. And, you know, that's the thing is that uh, I I could look at all sorts of 21st century uh, gadgetry that is really cool. I mean, none of it in this building because it's not in this building, but, uh, you know, I know it exists. Um, I've, I've seen WCCO. And, um, but the thing is, is if you get, if you have me see a reel to reel tape machine, I will always stop and look at it and, and, uh, try to, uh, see what kind it is. I just love them. That's the first uh, way I learned how to edit a commercial. Oh yeah, where you put the tape and you have the little little guide. Yep. And then you have where where the razor would go through, so that you can cut it and then rejoin it, and it's cut at a slant. Yep. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Back in the Stone Ages of 1995, my first radio gig mm. <laughs> in Shelbyville, Indiana. There is something really pretty awesome about about all that. It was, and we also used eight-track carts for some of our spots, yep. too. Yep. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it. Yep. And so every time, it, it would, it would the, the cart would be a system, which wasn't too dissimilar from television. No. Because that was a cart system of a different kind. It would either been like uh, three quarter inch tape, what was called M two tape or beta tape. Mm-hmm. But in the radio side of it, 
is all lined up and the sequence would go once you start the first one then it would it would knock out the rest of them in order in theory and that's how that would work and that's how you get your radio your commercial breaks yeah it was we have this giant machine that stood about five feet tall mm -hmm. and you'd have to go in there and put it in it put it in each slot you know at the top of every hour is when they told me to do it working the weekends it's yep. like don't put too many in there we don't want it running over yeah okay so you know put in four go back put in the next four or five whatever it might be and at home you'd be watching these commercials play out but then at the station you especially if it was like three quarter inch tape which were these clunky cassettes you'd hear each machine pre-start and because then it would back up the tape a little bit to the cue mark mm -hmm. and then start and go forward so it'd be these big clunks and then it would be running. Now we hear something like that in here. It's either falling apart or the ghost is back. <laughs> or it's, or, or it's the uh, DVR. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> that was making a weird noise when I got in here. This I season. told you. <laughs> I told you. I mean, it's it's kind of places running on fumes. I'm not, you know, it's kind of how it goes. So, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's it's really it's it's pretty cool. Uh, I still love all that stuff. Um, all those old sort of uh, broadcast production things. And I, I I hate to say it, Adam, I collect some of that stuff. You know what? I got something hanging around the house you might actually like. I've got a light level meter from the early 1900s. Oh, wow. You might actually like that. Well, you got to wonder if there's something, some way we can, you know, put it into a investigation or something. Quite possibly. There might be something to, something to that. I don't know. Could be. A friend of mine picked it up, and they're like, you would like this. You're a nerd. I'm like, right on, thanks. You're a weirdo. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a lot of my collection of stuff is like, I know you would like this. Like, okay. No one else would, but yeah. you'd like it. Yeah. No, totally. Totally. All right, why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and take our second break. When we come back, let's talk uh, a little bit about Christmas movies as well and, and, and Christmas viewing habits and stuff like this as we wrap up 2023 on Ghost Box Radio. We'll be right back. You're listening to us on AM 950. And welcome back to Ghost Box Radio on AM 950. My name is Greg Bakken. As we are closing out the year, 2023, you're like, well, Greg, it's only December 22nd. But we are going to be off all of next week. On uh, Monday, we're going to be replaying the episode with Tim Rayborn. That's the episode with uh, 50 Scariest Christmas Folklore. We we had him on earlier in the month, and it's, it just seems kind of right to play that on Christmas. It's a great episode. Tim's a fantastic guest. Rest of the week, we're going to be doing some Best of Ghost Box Radio, with, including some episodes we have not played before. So uh, if you want to get kind of a uh, uh, crash course in some of the guests that we've had, definitely give it a listen. And uh, we're just really excited uh, to be kind of wrapping up here. One thing also I wanted to mention, you might have heard the promos for it. January 3rd, we do Ghost Box, or sorry, Ghost Stories and Beyond. So many so many things with the word ghost in it in my life. It just, I, I can't even keep up anymore, Adam. Um, ghost Stories and Beyond, we're doing that back at Billy's on January 3rd. That we're going to be bringing in through the internet, but totally interactive, is Joe Frankie. Joe Frankie had uh, investigated with Ed and Lorraine Warren since 1986. So uh, their, their way of investigating is very different from the way that we investigate 
not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just very different. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, really a great opportunity to speak with somebody who uh, has been a part of something very special. And uh, Joe is a fantastic person, a great speaker. You're going to love him. So please come out to Billy's on January 3rd. Once again, burgers are half price. As we wrap up 2023, my goodness, I can't believe it's, you know, it's so, it's been uh, such a weird year, but being able to do this show nightly has been absolutely, uh, basically a dream come true, Adam. I mean, I just, I just love what uh, has been accomplished since we started doing this in July. Yeah, July 10th was a heck of a day. That Monday was the very first uh, weeknight yeah. ghost box. And uh, I, I will always remember that Sunday, uh, that last Sunday show Yeah, that we did right before that. We but, were talking about the, um, it was just actually brought up the other night, uh, this past Wednesday. No, not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday before with the UFOs. Yeah. When we were talking about the Nevada one. Yeah. That had just happened. That's right. Uh, like July 7th or July 6th, and we were talking about it on the 9th, the day before you went it to the to the five-day. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, it was one of those where it was just more of a, all right, here's the year in review thus far. And shortly after that, it got crazier. It got, it got, and in that uh, congressional hearing came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was not, like two a weeks, weeks like, later. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. Just absolutely incredible. And hearing the different opinions on that hearing, uh, you know, between like Erica Luke's mm-hmm. and Anthony F. Sanchez that we just had on last week. Yes, very different opinions. Uh, both, I think, are valid, but uh, it's it's truly uh, where I think it'll be. It's interesting to see where we go with this disclosure with aliens as because it's only going to become whether accurate, whether truthful that I in my mind that remains to be seen. But we're going to get more. We are definitely going to get more. And I think right now we are kind of on that line between accuracy and what's been kind of overblown to sell a couple of books. Yeah. But I think there is a lot of useful and truthful information out of everything that Gorsh had said. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, so as we're wrapping up the year here, uh, you know, as we're talking like Christmas movies and stuff, uh, what what do you think? What do you, what do you like to watch when it comes to a, a Christmas movie? There are a couple that I really, really enjoy. Um, number one, Christmas Story. I think that's oh, yeah. a great one. Christmas Vacation. Yes. Those, those are two of my favorites, but uh, there's two renditions of The Christmas Carol that I like. Okay. There's the old black and white one with Albert Finney that I absolutely love. Not Alistair Sim? Right. Yeah. Or, no, is it Alistair Sim? Yeah. Okay. That one, and then Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. And you kind of got to throw Scrooge in there. You do. Absolutely. So I think that's kind of like my list of go-to Christmas flicks. I do, I do like those. Um, I've also... Uh, what I'm going to hopefully watch this weekend, you know, one of those you don't think of as a Christmas flick is uh, if you're a James Bond fan, uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. It takes place over Christmas. So that makes it a Christmas movie? Hey. if uh, Is that if, the one with Christmas Jones? Nope. That's nope. Okay. That's uh, that's uh, World's Not Enough. Okay. Um, no, it's it's uh, it's George Lazenby. Right on. And it's all about uh, sending... Uh, uh, there's there's a Christmas tie-in, and there even has a Christmas song in there. 
Okay, yeah, I'm not the, one of those who says Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Though. Well, you know, I I think I think these things are whatever we want them to be at the same time. True. You know, I think you know I, I would never say to anybody that that is not the case, but uh, it's uh, certainly uh, you know. I don't. I've you know. I don't even know if I've ever seen Die Hard all the way through. To be very honest, Alan Rickman's the best part of it. Yeah. Well, and I keep seeing the bit where he falls off the building. So yeah. you know, I what what more do I need to see? Well, his facial reaction's great on that. That's why. Well, and, yeah, and that's because they they fooled him. Yeah, they didn't tell him when it was going to go. They just cut it. And he's like, ah. Oh. Um. Let's see. Uh. So. You got you got that. Um. I also am a big fan. You know, I'm, I'm a big animation fan. Mm-hmm. So I love. Like the original Futurama Christmas where uh, uh, Santa is a robot and he's bad. Oh, my God. Uh, John, John Goodman. Goodman. Yes. Yep. Yes. That I love that. I also love uh, – I'm a big American Dad fan. Mm-hmm. So there's the one where, uh, you know, it's been kind of an ongoing thing, but it's been kind of a, a story of uh, uh, diminishing returns is uh, Santa is also bad. The whole time, Santa's bad, and and it's his number one enemy are the Smiths, you know, from the the family from American Dad. Oh, and first that. first few are fantastic. Then it kind of meanders into garbage. But then there was also the American Dad Christmas special where um, they act like Haley and Jeff accidentally, literally accidentally adopts a child. Turns out to be the Antichrist. Oh God. And uh, it only only Stan, only Stan realizes this, and he it it turns into trying to try to you know stop this Antichrist on Christmas, and it's <laughs> so funny, it's so good. Um, okay, but maybe I gotta peep that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that sounds hilarious. They're good. They're really enjoyable. And then I've been, I think I mentioned to you, I've been on a, a Simpsons uh, yeah a re rewatch, uh, and I've been enjoying those. As it, well, it's the very first episode that's a Christmas episode. It isn't is. It? You're that's, absolutely yeah, right. That's what I thought. Where they Simpsons, get Santa's little helper. Sim, uh, Simpsons roasting on an open fire. I think is the name of the yeah, episode. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And Santa's little helper, who would later get fan mail under Santos Santos S helper mm-hmm. or Santos L helper, and that's where Bart gets the credit card. But yeah, that is the very first episode where Homer's the uh, mall Santa. It, it it is and. I really have a hard time actually watching those early ones because they're just so uh, rude, you know, crudely put together mm-hmm. that it just it's just hard for me to to watch them. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, a quick uh, shout out: I just got a text from uh, Philip Anthony from Downright Upright Show uh, saying Happy Holidays. Thank you for that. Appreciate it, uh, Cynthia. In the comments. She says, happy holidays. We'll catch up with you in 2024 on our next investigation. Love your shows. That's very kind. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, I think that we cannot talk about the year in review without talking about that Disney show. <laughs> you know, that it, was to the, me, that's a highlight, actually. Honestly, that was the last one I made a meme for and threw out on X slash Twitter or whatever. <laughs> Because, you know, it's like, oh, my goodness, we're going to talk about, you know, Haunted Disney. This is going to be great. Some, you know, cool, spooky things that happened in the Magic Kingdom. Not at all. It no. It was so bad. It was, it was really uh, pretty uh, ridiculous. Um, and it was the only time in our history that we caught a guest short. Yeah. It really was. It was just like, 
and at one point, I, I remember you even being like throwing up your hands, like, "All right, I'm going to try and get a question in." Yeah, and, yeah, that went well. If here's here's a bit of advice for anyone who wants to be a guest, not on my show, but any show, uh, allow the host to ask you questions. Now, I mean, that's just all. That's all. I mean, that's 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 the that's the secret formula. Just allow them to ask you a couple questions, and you're good. That's all you need to do. Yeah, just don't read verbatim from your book. And That'd be great. And when you when you talk. When you're answering a question, breathe. <laughs> take take a moment and just, that's all you need to do. That's it. That's all. Not, I just remember, you, and I'm not going to even say the guy's name because, I mean, it's you could find it if you scroll back because I don't think I, I think I still posted it. Um, but you're just like, you're just, you're yelling his name so that he could just stop for mm-hmm. one second and allow us to do a station identification or whatever it was. You know, I mean, just just breathe. And we went over it with him before. Oh, yeah. And I went over it with him the two weeks previous that he kept messaging me every day about, about the show. And when you're doing it once a week at that point, that's okay. When you're doing it nightly, it's like, listen, this is – I love I, – I love you – I love doing the show, but it's a bit churn and burn, you know. We, you know, I've had one who, one guest who's just like, well, you know, let's talk about marketing strategy for his show that was like a month and a half away, <laughs> and I'm like, well, right now the shows I'm working on are the ones that are on tonight and tomorrow, you know. That's that's <laughs> the one I'm kind of working at, you know. We could work on marketing strategy when you know the day before because that's about the best I can give you, you yeah. know. Yeah. You'll have to tell me who that one is. I or will. Or is it the same guy? Nope, nope. It's it's, okay. it's someone different. Yeah, right, right yeah. Right. And it's, it's I trust me, I get it. And I get it that, you know, being on any kind of program, you want your moment to be as good as possible. And you should, you should ask for that. You should want that. But you can't, you got to understand too that you're not the only guest. You know, you we're, we're shuffling through a lot of content and we want to make sure everyone sounds good and looks good. But everybody's special. Everybody's special these days. Everyone. Everyone wins. So, where's my trophy? We're, yep, exactly. And so it was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that's. But uh, man, oh man, did we have some great guests, though, and just some unbelievable stories and books. If you folks love reading the books, go to the Ghostbox website. Yeah, go to Ghostbox book club on ghostboxradio.com if you all the books that we've had on there have are featured on there with an amazon link go to that amazon link through us please and we get a little bit of money back trust me not a lot but we get we get something back which is nice it's better than the spotify royalties so i tell you what go to the <laughs> go to the ghostbox website it's better than the station pay no i'm just kidding but you get uh, paid in in compliments. Ooh, that's perfect. <laughs> Get paid in in compliments. It's all good. It's all nice. Uh yeah. So. We love you, Chad. We're just playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um <clears throat> yeah, there's I mean I've you know, I've I've what I've really enjoyed was was the conversations this year. We're going in areas that we have never done before. Even like we're talking just like with Angela on Wednesday when we're talking about tracking down a past life mm. 
And she's already, she, she sent me a note today, when can I come back on? Oh, so perfect. We're going to get her on ASAP, probably within like the first week we're back from break, uh, because her story is is important. It is. Everyone's story is important, and that's, that's what, we're, you know, to a lot of people, they would be, look at what we put on our shows as if like, well, you know, we're a little skeptical about what you're saying, but go ahead and say it. Where we look at it is like you, your story needs to be told. This we are the format, we are the 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 conveyor of of those stories for you. We're your champions. We are your platform. So please reach out, emails. We'll see it. Throw it on Facebook. We'll see it, and if we can try to get you on, we will. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I mean, I'm just always looking for good stories. I mean, I have paranormal teams that come out to me and they're like, can we be on your show? And it's like, do you have something that's different? You know, I mean, I love paranormal teams, but if it's just people coming out saying, yeah, we do private residence and we go and we, you know, we go to all the events, we met all these people. It's like, that's great, but we really want some very unique stories and great experiences here so that people can learn. The, the, the average listener who doesn't do this can understand why we do things a certain way here. So I, that's where I come in. And the average listener can definitely learn a thing or two about doing a paranormal investigation just by listening to it because this past fall at the Grant House was my first paranormal investigation. Yeah, yeah. And between Greg and Char and everybody involved, it was fantastic. So they'll be doing those again in 2024. They also have classes. Hit up charvinity.com. Yep. Hit up ghostboxradio.com for all details about classes, about future investigations as well. It's uh, it's going to be a great 2024. We're looking forward to blowing up this show next year, honestly. It's we're, it's going to be it's going to be pretty amazing. So just Keep your eye on it for us. And, you know, as we wrap up this year, uh, we're going to be back again Monday with a replay of Tim Rayborn, 50 Scariest Christmas Folklore Stories. And the rest of the week are going to be Best of Ghost Box Radio. And there's going to be some great programs on there. Now, please make sure to visit ghostboxradio.com to find past episodes of our radio shows and like us over on Facebook at Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken. Also send any comments or feedback to comment at ghostboxradio.com. If you want to join our mailing list, you can also send an email to comment at ghostboxradio.com to receive our weekly newsletter. Now, I just wanted to thank you all for listening to our show, interacting and just generally supporting what we do. If I were to told, be told at the beginning of the year that I'd be doing this show nightly, I would have never thought it was possible. Thank you to everyone who has been there with me every step of the way and who believed in the show. Here's to a strong 2024, and we'll be back here live January 2nd, 2024. Adam, Merry Christmas to you. And to you as well. And Merry Christmas to everyone, and a Happy New Year. Everyone take care. We'll see you in 2024.